Hey, Upper Feasters, hope you're having a great week so far. Sorry I missed two weeks in a row. I've been very busy. In September, I started a media company. I'm doing social media management, and I have three clients, and I love it. It's going really great. I've been working super hard, so I've been kind of busy. And so I'm back with the podcast, and we're going to start doing it every week again. I'm going to really commit to this. because I got some messages from people asking where the pod was. So to you, I'm very sorry that it wasn't out. Um, In my defense, it is a free podcast. Anyways, I talk with Gavin Palm. He's a great foodie up there in Michigan, Traverse City, way up there, Upper Peninsula. He tells me about one time when he was broke on a date and he was stressing about what to order and then something miraculous happened. So you got to listen to that, see what that was. He had a wedding during the peak of COVID. So it was a super small wedding, but the silver lining was they could ball out on the food. It sounds super delicious. You got to check that out. His unpopular food opinions are really great. Let me know what you think about them. He said that Chick-fil-A is overrated. Little Caesars pizza is good. And if you're not a spicy fan, you're missing out big time. He tells me about this place called the commons it used to be a psychiatric hospital but they converted it into like cool hip restaurants breweries and wineries the differences in service in italy and america favorite munchies and much much more and i was like saving i was like so broke when we first got together just like saving up a bunch of money like trying to go to a nice restaurant like this is going to be awesome like hopefully she doesn't buy a bottle of wine like (laughs) like just budget like budgeting out my head before i get there (laughs) and uh it was probably like our maybe our third date and we go and I, like I was like telling her about this place and how I'm like so pumped to try all these things and uh, we get there and like I like don't get a drink I don't get any appetizers I'm like I'm gonna get like the most basic pasta it's like hopefully like 15 bucks and then she kids penny butter <laughs> yeah yeah exactly we're actually ordering our um at, we were I think she was gonna get an appetizer and our waitress comes over and she's like hey this couple just left and they have a $150 gift card and they wanted me to give it to you guys. Whoa. And we we're like, Oh my God, like, this is awesome. So like that completely changed my mindset for that. Now you're deal. millionaire. You're like, ah, yeah. Drinks. <laughs> yeah. I was like, let's go. So we, I think we got like a dozen oysters. We like tried like three different kinds, like all like every oyster they had. We both got like a couple more appetizers. We've got a bottle of wine, got like nice. splits of Riesling. And then we both got like way more expensive entrees that you're going to get and then walked out of there with like still like $20 on the card that they gave us. So that was pretty awesome. Dude, that's amazing. So did you see yeah. the customers that gave you the gift card or was it totally anonymous, just a, a random gesture? Yeah. Yeah, totally anonymous. They just like saw like, they're like, yeah, they like said you guys look like a cute young couple and just wanted to hook you guys up. And apparently like, I was like, how, like, how did this happen? Like, did they buy it for us? Like, I was just curious. And she was like, no, they, um, it was a $200 gift card that they got as a gift. And then they both split an appetizer for like, and that was it. Just gave you guys the rest. That's so freaking cool. And yeah, for sure. Now, how did you handle it? Cause I'm the kind of guy, like, I'm so just like open and honest and like almost like shameless. I would have told her like, Hey babe, just, you know, I was so worried about this bill, that this was like a miracle or did you play it cool? And you're just like, Oh, whatever. Like, how did you play it? I didn't tell her about like the nervousness, but like later on, like as we got more serious, I was like, yeah, I remember that night at Snow? I was like, yeah, I was like so stressed about like, what we were going to get and like how broke I was. But yeah, no, um, That's but yeah, I didn't. Like- <laughs> Are you more of a wine guy or a beer guy? So it, it's tough to say, especially being a foodie. I think people like lean t- more towards wine. Yeah. But um, I sold I sold craft beer for a long time before I sold uh, wine. It's kind of another thing that got me into food as well. What yeah. was that like selling craft beer? Were you like going door to door to like 
you know, <laughs> like beer places, like bars and stuff, or like a gas station? Like, yeah. how does that work? Yeah. So craft beer, it was, um, I just did chains when I was doing craft beer, which was nice to already have that clientele, like just Meyer and everything, you know, all that type of stuff. But when I was doing wine, that was actually like the Wild West, like just going out to nice restaurants, Dang. trying to set up meetings with, you know, Psalms and stuff from really nice restaurants. And that was intimidating because I was in my mid twenties and a lot of the guys I was, you know, in competition with are like forties and fifties that have been doing it for ages. So it was really fun, but a little scary at the same time. So. Do you have a favorite craft beer, like a style, like pale ale, IPA, stout? What's your fave? Yeah. So I'm definitely sick of IPAs. And after I stole craft beer and wine, I was like, not drinking craft beer or wine for like the longest time i was just like hammering the white claws and like everything that was like super light and like now i've transitioned back into craft beer a little bit so i'm just take, i'm still taking it light like pale ale anything that's like super light i just like like light and fruity now honestly just something Dang. easy drinking so yeah <laughs> i'm off like the bit like the heavy stouts and you know the heavy ipas and stuff i'm just it's too much for me now dude i'm exactly the same i swear like everyone our age like age range like I feel like they they used to be love IPAs like punch you in the face super hops mega hops and then now we're yeah. like just give me a pilsner give me a good lager <laughs> exactly yeah I love exactly a good lager is perfect as opposed yeah. to you know like um a double IPA with you know 400 calories got to hit the gym for like two hours after that to burn those off so hey just wanted to say thank you so much for listening so far if you're liking it please subscribe tell a friend if you're loving it please give us a five-star review you've had a pretty big couple of years so you recently got married um congratulations on that at your wedding did, what kind of food did you guys have we had a COVID wedding so super small but that allowed us to ball out a little bit uh right. as well so yeah steaks uh <laughs> we had steak and then like a like crispy like asparagus Whoa. It was super good and then i think it was mashed potatoes you know that whole day is a blur it's hard to say but i know the steak and asparagus for sure nice so, and so were you yeah. super nervous is that why it was a blur exactly yeah i was nervous as heck and then um, covid wedding is a little different because it was just like you know you're really close family and then um the groom's and bridesmaids so it's just like i think at any time anyone gets married they say the whole day was a blur and it was it, it seems like it lasted 10 minutes so i couldn't even i could hardly tell you anything fair <laughs> enough this past weekend i went to my stepbrother's wedding and they had barbecue and me and my sister's fiance we were the only ones that got seconds everyone else was being all polite i was like david you yeah. want to go get seconds he's like all right bet so <laughs> yes you bet I, I would i would for sure especially barbecue that's such a good idea I've been to, Super I've been casual. to one wedding that had barbecue. Super chill. For sure. So Gavin, I always like to ask my guests if they have any like unpopular or polarizing food opinions. And so I was hoping maybe, maybe you got one of those. I have a few, I think two are, are pretty big. And then one is just like a piece of advice. So number one, Chick-fil-A is incredibly overrated massively. I see, I don't know if you're nodding in, in agreement or what, what are you, how are you feeling? I'm just very happy because I, I feel like that is a very unpopular, very polarizing opinion. <laughs> <laughs> You go by Chick-fil-A, at least in Columbus, Ohio, they got the freaking cars wrapped around the thing. And it's like literally like causing traffic jams and shit for people to get Chick-fil-A. So people love it. Yeah. I think yeah. it's fine. I, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> and I'm not, I don't think it's bad. I just think it's fine. We actually are getting one like a quarter mile away from my apartment. So. <laughs> so do you have a favorite chicken place on a positive note, a fast food chicken? Do you have a fave? So this is probably another unpopular opinion. So this is why I stopped liking Chick-fil-A. So or the reason I thought it was overrated. So I went to 
Chick-fil-A on a trip down to see my wife's family. It was just, it was, it was like, we thought it was good. And then I went to Burger King a couple days later. Oh, good. Because I'm, I'm a piece of garbage. So. Uh, <laughs> I support that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I got a spicy chicken sandwich from there. And I was like, oh, this is like the best spicy chicken sandwich I've had. And was this recent? Yeah. Just like a regular old like Burger King spicy chicken sandwich. So. Dude, their new one is elite. I, I'm with you, man. I, Burger King was low-key amazing. Yeah, no. it was really good. It was really good. <laughs> Before my next two. Do you, did you like Popeye's? I love it, dude. I think Popeye's is great. I hate the service. Okay. At least in Columbus, they're like notorious for being yeah. rude. And I kind of hate Okay. It. During like the big chicken sandwich craze, like, I don't know, was that a year ago? I don't Probably even two know. Two or three years ago. Time's melting into one is day. It? But yeah. I have no idea. Um, So we tried Popeye's and I thought it was good, but the piece of chicken I got was like, I guess some people might like this, but it was like this thick. It was like insane. Too thick. Which made this, which made the sandwich like this thick. So I was like, I can't even like chew into this chicken. Did it gross you out? Like you felt it was pumped full of hormones, like it was unnaturally big. It freaked you out or what? Yes. I do not like that at all. Like I would rather have like, like a super flat, crispy piece of chicken rather than like, like a huge. How do you feel about Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich? They're kind of the OG spicy chicken. Yeah, I've had it. It's good and cheap too, if yeah. I remember right. So like two for yeah, five. I like it. Next unpopular opinion, Little Caesars is good. It's in, an incredible value. And Little is. Caesars is, is legitimately good pizza. I mean, I'm not, from, I'm not from Chicago or New York. I don't have a huge dog in the fight. Also on that same note, this I don't know if this is controversial, but Detroit style is way better than New York and Chicago. But that's just me. Yeah, that's a lot of stuff going on. So first of all, I agree with you. <laughs> Um, Little Caesars is hot and it's ready. Like, what more do you want from a place? And I honestly think if they yeah. charged $15, so many more people would like it. I really think because it's so yeah. inexpensive, people assume it's horrible, but it's not. Exactly. Yes, it's very good. It's hot and it's ready. It's, it's, it's as, as advertised. So, yeah. yeah. And so I know you're kind of up there north, but do you ever go to actual Detroit to get your Detroit style pizza? I have been. I can't tell you where I went for it but a lot of places up here are just doing that style that's cool yeah so there used to have a place called alleys that did like the detroit uh like they call it like the red top you know and that sold to um a new place that's called charles and reed now it's in the same location they sold the recipe as well as the building nice so one of the best i've had right up there with like the stuff i've had in detroit so. i think the detroit style pizza is so so good because it has like the different textures like how you get the super crispy cheese on like the sides of the whatever it's so good yeah and that sauce is so important like being right on top too. If you have good sauce, it's like game over. So. Did you ever try the mustard one where they put mustard on it? Uh-uh. Uh, uh, in New York, there's this place called Lions, Tigers, and Bears, and it's a Detroit-style pizza place. No, Lions, okay. Tigers, and Pies. Sorry. Lions, okay. Tigers, and Pies. But um, they have a mustard pizza, and they claim that it's like one of the official original Detroit flavors, but I never Googled. I never fact-checked them, but apparently that's one <laughs> of the flavors. So I'm going to look into this for sure. Yeah, give uh, it a Google. It sounds weird but it actually tastes delicious. And then what was your, what was your piece of advice that might be a little unpopular? So I guess it's just an unpopular opinion that, that was also go, goes into a piece of advice. So if you're not eating spicy food, I think you're missing out on like an incredible amount of delicious food and like just completely limiting yourself entirely when it comes to like any menu or people, like people wouldn't even go to certain places because they have spicy. So try <laughs> spicy food work, and just work, just work your way up. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Of course. So. I'm a heat seeker myself, bro. I love, yeah. love, love spice. I actually, I don't know if you saw the post on, I posted on Instagram recently. Um, I had the hottest thing I've ever had, these spicy chicken wings. It was ghost pepper, scorpion pepper, and reaper pepper. So spicy. 
delicious, but it was too much. My body rejected it. I literally vomited. Really? Yeah, dude. Like my stomach felt like knives. I've never had something that hot before. So was (laughs) it, was it like uh, bone in wings, regular traditional wings? Yeah. the, The problem is they grow their peppers on site. So it was the sauce is like basically made to order. They pluck them off the bush. Like it's only available seasonally. They literally pluck it off the bush, chop it up and give you super fresh peppers sauce. It's yeah. insane. Would you try it? Yeah, <laughs> I would try it. I would probably do the same thing that you did though, but I would try it for sure. <laughs> I was too stupid to quit. He said, normally people eat two. I was like, I'm going to double that. So I ate four and on the fourth one, I was in pain. And then like I was fighting it and it hurt. I was chugging milk. I ate a fucking cookie. Yeah. I ate a brownie. Nothing yeah. was helping. My stomach was like a furnace of like raw pain and suffering, but I like weirdly liked it. It was so nuts. Of course. Yeah. That's the classic the heat seeker for sure. That's so fun. So dude, uh, does Michigan have a food or a dish that they're known for? So I would say the Detroit style pizza, I think. And then like Detroit has like the Coney dog. Oh yeah, like, that's true. They put cinnamon I mean, in it, right? Like it's kind of like weirdly kind of sweet a lot of times. Kind of. I don't know what they put in it, but yeah, I, I hear like people, there's like a Michigan sauce you can get. That's like, as far as I know, the exact same thing as a regular chili sauce. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Um, I, I like it. There's like a Coney place in like a big town. So it's pretty good. The Glizzy Gang, Glizzy Goblin. <laughs> yeah. Yes, for sure. And then I guess if you go up north, like to the UP, Upper Peninsula, they have like pasties, which I think are really good. Which like, that. Um, yeah it's just like potatoes meat uh, like wrapped in like a pastry like a pierogi then, almost or is it different than a pierogi just bigger okay cool yeah yeah just bigger and then people put like either ketchup or hot sauce or gravy Ooh, like, gravy so. i'm into that <laughs> yeah 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 so i guess that's another michigan thing but i guess it could be argued it's like a uk thing too so if i were to come to traverse city michigan or any of my listeners were to come do you have like a top three restaurants that, that are like must visit, must check out? Yeah, some really good stuff. My top three just changed recently because I went to a new place Friday. That was nice. amazing. So number one for me, oh, I guess I won't order it. Just the top three in general is going to be Trattoria Stella. We have an old place in Traverse City. It's called The Commons now, but it used to be an old psychiatric like hospital. Whoa. And it's like, I don't, I don't, I'll probably, I don't have the right number, but it's probably like 10 to 12 like huge buildings that are all converted into really cool restaurants. Uh, there's a couple breweries back there, a couple wineries. Anyways, this is where Stella is. And it's just like, like you go down, it's like, you can tell it used to be like something like Little Beard, but like the service is fantastic. The food's incredible. Um, it's Italian. Nice. So, and do yeah. the vibes feel kind of weird? Like you feel like some spooky shit yeah. went down? They are, the vibes are like cool. Looking up that old psychiatric ward, it was actually like a really cool place where like the person that founded it was into like, therapy through like art and like uh, like doing like anything like art like artistic so and it was kind of like a revolutionary thing where like they like just painted and garden and stuff so I don't think there's like bad vibes there that's good but it's just yeah so it's just different but it's really cool number two is actually in the commons as well uh, and it was Pepe Nero uh, we went there Friday for the first time I had the pappardelle and my wife had like a uh, ricotta spinach garlic stuff noodles nice this like super super fresh red sauce and mine was like more of like a uh, the sauce on mine was just more like just like thick and like, had a lot of that, so. was it like a bolognese did it have meat in it like beef and pork in it or it what? did yeah so it had short rib oh hell yeah dude short it, rib it, oh, yeah decadent. which was incredible yeah so mine was fantastic and uh 
another place that's like really, really, really cool, incredible service. That one would be number two, uh, I guess. And then I'm gonna have to go with Mama Lou's. Um, it's a taco. It's a taco place. Um, these are all like on my most recent post on Instagram too. So. And what's your Instagram so everyone can give you a follow? And I'll, I'll put it down in the description too. But go ahead and give a shout out. Yeah. So it's up north eats and then TC for Trevor City. So, okay, cool. And then yeah. this pasta place. Do you know? Do they make their noodles in house? They do. So I I know they both do, and it's like it's cool that it's so both these places are kind of same. So Stella and uh, Pepe Nero. Um, but it's it's so fresh and everything that they put on the bottom of the menu, like where everything they got that week. Wow. Great. That's so like the font. Yeah. So I know it's Stella, like a lot of the stuff, Trevor City um, or surrounding areas. So like where they got their cheese, where they got their meat, um, like where they got like all their fresh veg- like vegetables. And I noticed on Pepe Nero's menu that all the stuff was like from Italy, um, like all the meats, all the sauces, all the olive oil was from like a specific region that they get all, like all their olive oil from. So really, really good. Dang, dude, I'm sold. Yeah. I might have to drive up there soon, dude. That sounds so <laughs> delicious. I know, I know. And then Mama Lou's is a taco place, and they also make all their own stuff. So, well, I mean, I guess there's not a whole lot to make there besides the, the tortillas, but that's they a big were deal. Homemade. Most people don't. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the chips and obviously the tortillas, same thing, are um, are homemade. And then I think they just get really creative, like with like their toppings, and the, they change it up. I think weekly as well. So I love, I yeah. love like menu driven restaurants where they don't just have one menu for their whole life they're like constantly creating and stuff like i I feel like that's when chefs can be like artists exactly exactly most people are cooks (laughs) and then these kind of people are chefs. like and i think like the the sauces changed too we got the chicharrones and like they came out like crackling and everything and like the sauce they brought out was a uh, pineapple habanero damn dude it was like it was like legit hot too but like also sweet so super good hell yeah and i I noticed with all three of your choices you mentioned service would you say that service Mm -hmm. like if you if you had to rank like a top three like what makes a great dining experience like food taste food presentation service vibes and ambiance like would just would you say service is like number one for you or at least in the the top three um i would think i would put it at number three i would oh my god my dog's actually climbing on the table that's okay (laughs) (laughs) Let me see this little pup. Oh my God, so cute. Four out of four, wood pet. <laughs> She's a uh, half pug, half Boston Terrier. Oh my God. Cute. Pup. All right. Enough pup time. Get out of here. Beat it. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's grounded. What was I even saying? Oh, oh yeah. So, yeah. top three. Um, I would say food and then ambiance, like vibe. And then I would say service. I'm not like a service snob or anything it's just like those three places just happen to have fantastic service and fantastic that's cool and have you ever worked yeah. in the service industry like have you been a server busser bartender bar back uh one of my first jobs was a busboy, and i did it for a summer and it was not for me not a super high energy like restaurant person at all so no and i know how i know it's super hard and i like completely respect everyone in the service industry so yeah it's so hard especially busser busser is like low man on the totem pole they have to bust their ass and yeah. work so hard for like the least amount of yeah. money like so challenging. for sure i know i'm sure like it happens other places too i just remember like the old like waitresses and stuff just like not tipping me out so like just couldn't say anything too but 
no, it was just it was just for a summer, so I I won't complain too much. That's fair. I remember when I was a server in New York City, a lot of times people that weren't from America wouldn't tip, and when I yeah. first started, I would just let it slide. But then, like, yeah. I started to become like a hungry New Yorker. <laughs> yeah. Like, they try to leave like, hey, just, you know, service isn't included. And they all, oh, mm-hmm. what? And like, I was literally shameless, bro. I was like basically begging for tips, but it worked. For sure. How, did you work at like an upscale place in New York or was it? It was kind of, it was in the heart of Times Square. It's family style Italian restaurant. Um, we have like white linen tablecloths. So it's kind of expensive, but we were so busy that it was casual. Right. And like, in regards to service, the customer was not always right. It was like, so New York, like, I remember the yeah. managers would just say crazy shit to tables. And it's because <laughs> they're tourists, they're not regular. So if they never come back, it's like, statistically, you probably weren't going to come back anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love that, though. Oh, me too. I totally. lo- yeah, <laughs> I love the customer not being right. <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah, of course. It's totally fun. Um Actually, that, that reminds me of one of my one of my best dining experiences ever. It was totally crazy. My buddy Brandon and I did stand-up comedy down in the East Village, which is in Manhattan. After the show, this old lady comes up to us. She's probably like in her 50s, maybe 60s. She was with this like 19-year-old kid, like this 19-year-old dude, like super young. He could have been 21 because we were in a bar, whatever. But anyways, yeah. long, long story short, they asked us if we want to smoke a cigarette with them. And neither one of us smoked cigarettes. I'm like, I don't smoke cigarettes, but I'll secondhand with you. So we go out and we're talking and the guy's like, I noticed you said you don't smoke cigarettes. You want to come over and smoke weed? And I was like, all right. Uh, I looked at Brandon and he gave me the heads up. I was like, all right, let's do it. So we go to their house and I'm assuming it's like a a mother son. Nope. They were hooking up big time. This lady's like a cougar. Yeah. So they like start making out in front of us. They offer us a weed edible and I take it. And then I don't know about you, but like, I don't even know if you do this kind of stuff, but edibles hit me so hard that I told Brandon, I was like, dude, let's get out of here. Let's go to a diner. And then, (laughs) cause I don't want to be super stoned in this lady's house. Like it just felt really weird. And like, yeah, it was was kind of creepy. And so the lady is like, oh, I want to go to a diner. So they come to the diner with us and we're eating food. We're chilling, whatever. They start making out heavy. And then they're like, we got to go smoke a cigarette. And the crazy people dined and dashed, dude, they fucking left us with the bill. (laughs) Oh my God. No way. Yeah. But it was fun and exciting. Like, I, you know, we had to pay for the whole bill, but like from their perspective, think how fun that would be to like hang out with comedians, get a free meal, make out with people, yeah. make out in front of people. Like they were just having themselves a the time. So I, I, I wasn't even mad. That's incredible. <laughs> what a wild story. <laughs> yeah, dude. Sorry. That was like a wild story. It started at a comedy club, ended up at a diner with people dining and dashing on me, bro. Hey, it's New York, baby. Yeah, living in the big, (laughs) living in the big apple, my friend. So do you you have any, uh, like best dining stories? It doesn't have to involve edibles with strangers, but just any kind of like really great dining experience. Yeah. I have a couple that come to mind. Um, one is like heartwarming and the other one is just kind of funny. So I'll tell you the first one, uh, it was right when my, um, wife, uh, now a girlfriend at the time, we actually, actually at Stella, um, and I was like saving, I was like so broke when we first got together, just like saving up a bunch of money, like go, trying to go to a nice restaurant. Like, this is going to be awesome. Like, hopefully she doesn't buy a bottle of wine. Like, <laughs> like just budget, like budgeting out my head before I get there. And uh, it was probably like our, maybe our third date. And we go and I, like, I was like telling her about this place and how I'm like so pumped to try all these things. And uh, we get there and like, I like don't get a drink. I don't get any appetizers I'm like I'm gonna get like the most basic pasta that's like hopefully like 15 bucks and then she kids penny butter 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we we're actually ordering our, um, at, we were, I think she was going to get an Epcot. And our waitress comes over and she's like, hey, this couple just left and they have a $150 gift card and they wanted me to give it to you guys. Whoa. And we we're like, oh my God, like this is awesome. So like that completely changed my mindset for that. Now you're a millionaire, you're like, ah, yeah. drinks. <laughs> yeah, I was like, let's go. So we, I think we got like a dozen oysters. We like tried like three different kinds, like all like every oyster they had. We both got like a couple more appetizers. We've got a bottle of wine, got like nice. splits of Riesling. And then we both got like way more expensive entrees that you're going to get and then walked out of there with like still like $20 on the card that they gave us. So that was pretty awesome. Dude, that's amazing. So did you see yeah. the customers that gave you the gift card or was it totally anonymous, just a, a random gesture? Yeah. Yeah, totally anonymous. They just like saw like they're like, yeah, they like said you guys look like a cute young couple and just wanted to hook you guys up. And apparently, like I was like, how, like, how did this happen? Like, did they buy it for us? Like I was just curious. And she was like, no, they, um, it was a $200 gift card that they got as a gift. And then they both split an appetizer for and like, and that was it. Just gave Dude, you guys the rest. That's Sweet. so freaking cool. And yeah, so, for sure. Now, how did you handle it? Cause I'm the kind of guy, like, I'm so just like open and honest and like almost like shameless. I would have told her like, Hey babe, just, you know, I was so worried about this bill, but this was like a miracle or did you play it cool? And you're just like, Oh, whatever. Like, how did you play it? I didn't tell her about like the nervousness, but like later on, like as we got more serious, I was like, yeah, I remember that night at Snow. I was like, yeah, I was like so stressed about like, what we were going to get and like how broke I was. But yeah, no, um, That's but yeah, I didn't. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. And like, it was cool. Like I hadn't had oysters in like so long. So I mean, now I get it like, every time I'm at Stella. Yeah, it was just such a fun experience. So it was cool. That's incredible. And it, I, you know, it's funny. I, uh, I don't like oysters, but I eat them like twice a year just to make sure. Cause like everyone loves them so much and yeah, it tastes like a thick loogie to me. Like I love the hot sauce and the lemon juice, but, or the horseradish, yeah. even, but yeah, I don't know. Just can't get I it. get that. That's fair. I can't yeah. argue that for sure. But my other, my other favorite story is my buddy got married in Greece and then a few of us went to Italy for a week before and we flew. So you were talking about like foreigners dining uh, yeah. at your place so, so that was me and I had no idea what I was doing and um we didn't plan our meals or anything or anything we went to our Airbnb we flew into Milan went to our Airbnb and we just saw like a pizza place across the street like let's go get pizza and uh we didn't like really think anything of it it wasn't even everyone on the trip it was just four of us I don't know if this is everywhere in Italy I think it's a lot of places we went but you order everything like when you sit down like the service is way different like they come it's like tell me everything you want like literally right when you off. sit that's what it was for and like when we were in milan and Rome. wow so um florence was a little different i think florence like the service was a little bit more like they came back a few times to see what we wanted but yeah so we just looked and we saw that a liter of wine was like a dollar fifty. so we all got a liter of wine which is just too much and, and how then, much is that? Is uh, that like a bottle of wine? I I'm I'm a, I only know American units. <laughs> I'm so dumb. Um, yeah, like close, yeah, like a lot. It's like a lot, yeah, like a <laughs> bottle probably. So they each got like Josh and Danny got white, me and Gary got red. And we're sitting there, and then they all kind of give us like a weird look. And then she actually, I think she actually brought over the bill like after like five or ten minutes. And we're like, oh, we wanted to order food, and she like kind of didn't like know what you're talking about. And I can't remember if it was her or like somebody in the back that like, came out or like, yeah, in Italy, like they actually like spoke English and everything. And they're like, in Italy, just when you sit down, just you order everything you want. 
we're like, oh my god, dude, that's so, insane. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, so this woman just thought that four Americans just sat down and all just ordered four liters of wine and like weren't going to eat anything. So she comes back out like super annoyed and we're like, all right, so we all got pizzas that ended up being fantastic. And like the craziest thing was the pizza was, I don't know, $2 and like the liter of wine was like $1.50. It was awesome. Now I imagine anything would be delicious after a liter of wine. My main concern about this is like, I'm just so curious. Like, I wonder, do Italians, um, like read the menu before they go? Cause I feel like in America, it's commonplace. You order like 20 minutes go by. Sometimes you look at the menu, you're drinking, you're chilling. So like how... How am I to know what I want? Like, if I literally just sat down, that, that's mind-blowing to me. Yeah, it was, mm-hmm. I, I feel like a lot of stuff is, like, rushed there, too. You know, like, like even at a coffee shop, too, like, if you know, you like, you get your coffee, you kind of, like, sit at a table around there and you chit-chat. Like, there, we did that the first time, and, like, everyone was, like, staring at us, like, what are you guys doing? So, everyone there gets an espresso or a double espresso, slams it while they're standing up on the counter, and then, we, like, immediately leave. Wow. Like there's no hanging out. Like everything's just much more rushed there, it feels like. I wonder if it's like super touristy, like maybe you went to like a Times Square equivalent. Like maybe that's why it's so crazy like that. Yeah, we tried to not do that. So we did plan a lot of our meals, but I think you could kind of tell what was like Americanized and what was like kind of a hole in the wall. Gotcha. And we, we tr- as far as we know, we, tr- we tried to do that. So yeah, like I said, I think it's just like just more fast paced. And I don't know, they might've just saw that we were four Americans or just being jerks, like just order your stuff and leave. But I don't know. I mean, at least when I worked at, when I worked in Times Square, we definitely made fun of foreigners. Like, cause we, we were so busy, dude. We had like everyone, we had like, you know, Brazilians would come in and they had their certain little quirks and their type of culture yeah. and their serving culture. Italians would come in, people from the UK, India, like, so I think it's just natural to, and it wasn't like xenophobic. It wasn't like problematic. It's just like, no, yeah. Oh, look at this guy, you know, whatever. But like, so Gavin, uh, you are you're a big foodie i love it and i gotta ask you man would you have like a favorite munchies like if you're not worried about calories you're not worried about anything you just want to like party like what's your go-to munchie i think my favorite is like a recipe that i've tweaked around like just a spinach artichoke dip getting like a a tail like a like a loaf like italian i like french bread like cutting that up with like some olive oil and like doing that instead of chips so and that's just completely just cheese and cheese and green (laughs) cheese and just everything so it has spinach. It's basically a salad. It's salad, hundred percent. Yeah, it's healthy. Uh, so um, that's probably my favorite. What what what's your go-to? Chicken wings, like spicy chicken wings. Love buffalo wings, or like a cheddar fry dipped in ranch, dude. I would fuck that up all day. Yeah, all day for sure. Something I've been doing recently that's like actually kind of cheap and like really really good. You probably think like some people might think that sounds weird. So anyway, so like like a baguette cut in half, and then I do a habanero like diced up and then I do strawberry preserves on top of that and then and then prosciutto and um salami on that and then on the other side gorgonzola I don't know if you like gorgonzola oh yeah but this is like a bunch of stuff that I had in my fridge one day and I made it and now like I just go and I have to like every time at the store and I like walk past the prosciutto I'm like I gotta get that so that sounds delicious I I love prosciutto and I wonder, you know, it might be better. I wonder if you could um, put it maybe like in a little uh, Tupperware, do the, the jam and the habaneros. That way it can kind of be like habanero infused jam, but just it, oh maybe God. the flavors pop enough, just raw dog in it, how you're doing it. But yeah. And I broil it too. So I think it gets like, it gets, it gets together a little bit, but I like that idea for sure. I might, I might do that next time. Dude, I think I'm going to make your sandwich and I'm going to post it on Upper Feast because that sounds delicious. Um, 
It sounds insane. I love prosciutto. I love like all the, I just, you know, heartbreaking. Uh, my sister's a nurse and I, I guess I don't have to give her a profession. It's not like she's a nutritionist, but we were talking and she told me that like deli meats are bad for you. I live my whole life not knowing that. Apparently they're just like super high in salt and super processed. And I yeah. honestly, I thought I was being healthy because, you know, you read the package and it's like 50 calories, yeah. 10 grams of protein, but then I, I just right. don't read the sodium thing and that fucks my shit up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know that. And I don't care. <laughs> it's just too good. The prosciutto is just too good. You're yeah. here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, Gavin, this has been a great chat. I feel like I've asked you everything I wanted to ask you, but I always ask my guests, if there's something that you wanted to talk about that didn't come up organically, now's your time to do that. Yeah, there is something actually. So I just want to say like, thanks for having me on. And I want to say you are like the biggest reason I started my food page. And I, you know, I don't know if I've told you that explicitly. I know we've talked about it on Instagram and stuff before, but I loved your page and like I, there wasn't anything for like that in my area. So I just want to say shout out to you because <laughs> you're the, the, re the reason I started up Northeast for sure. Oh my God. Thank you so much, Gavin. I appreciate yeah. that. That's incredibly kind. You're a super yeah. funny, cool, chill dude. I'm really glad you did the pod and uh, we got a feast together, dude. Let's do it. Hey, we're not that far away. We can meet Detroit and really, uh, really tear it up there too. So who knows? Awesome. Let's do it, my friend. Yeah. All right, man. We'll have All a good right. day, buddy. All right. Yeah, you too. Take care. Yep. Bye. Hey, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. You guys rule. Remember to tell a friend, subscribe, share us on social media. If you have any questions for the podcast, hit me up. You know how to do it. <laughs>